spoiler alert, I want to make sure that you guys watch the movie ahead of time because we're about to go into great detail in this next film. Hey, this is Jen. And this is Vicky. Welcome to the first episode of Holly Crap, a sometimes holiday Hallmark movie podcast. Okay, so Jen and I uh, are friends, and we discovered our shared love of the Hallmark holiday or Hallmark movie genre um, a couple years ago while we we went on this uh, really long hike together, a very ill-prepared long hike, uh, and in some moments of delirium where we both wanted to literally jump off the side of a mountain, um, we started singing christmas songs i think singing making up our own songs and adding adding some swear words in there because we were in so much pain <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a hard hike uh at one point it did take us about 90 miles to go or 90 minutes to go one mile um anyway so we we discovered this love that we have of this weird genre of movies um and then also all the questions that we have about it and, uh, and uh, after many years of making Christmas cookies and complaining, not complaining, no, analyzing these movies, we decided, why the hell not record a podcast about it? Because everybody likes to watch this lovely genre of movie. Yeah. And we figured it's it's 2020. The world is a weird place. And so we figured, why not just do it um so i uh wrangled in our wonderful friend and engineer jesse uh he is new to the hallmark genre but has uh jumped in with both feet into the deep end and uh, he definitely has a lot of questions that he will be sharing as well uh and it'll be nice to have nice to have a male perspective on uh, a a male and a new fresh perspective because you know Vicky and I are seasoned Hallmark watchers. We know the formula. Not that it's hard to catch on, but always nice to have uh, a fresh perspective with these movies. A fresh take. Yeah. So this is the first episode of Holly Crap, like we said. And today we are going to start with Christmas Comes Twice. Spoiler alert, not a porno. Very disappointing. But not surprising. But yeah. also, we all know that the writers that made this title had to think about what they were saying. I, I would hope that they thought about it. Otherwise, I I don't know. Um, so I'm really bad. And I, uh, I didn't actually realize which twin that this movie starts oh is yeah it it's here tamara it's i think it's tamara tamara okay i think it was tamara tamara maori uh, okay and i was surprised I, that I her meant... twin was not in it well i know one of the twins i think is like a cook or something oh. Oh, has like awesome. a cookbook maybe i'm making this up but i want to say that they they one of the twins is an actor and the other one like kind of has left, left the biz. She left the after biz. the classic sister sister. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead. And yes. Um, so Christmas comes twice. For each of these movies that we watch, Vicky and I um, are going to give a thirty second 
overview, a recap of what the movie is about. We highly suggest that you watch these movies because A, it makes it more fun, we're in on the joke together and we're talking about them and we can, you know, be all, all in. But um, if you don't have time to watch ahead of time, we're giving these 30 second recaps. Exactly. Um, Jesse, you're our timer. Got it. Okay. Ready. So, um, Vicky, are you going to go first? All right, I'm ready. You want me to go first? No, I'll do it. Let's do it. I'm going first. Here we go. You got about five seconds. It'll count you in and it'll count you out. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we open the movie and we have Cheryl, who is the deputy director of somewhere sciencey. Uh, we don't learn that until further into the movie exactly what the sciencey place is that she's a deputy director of. Uh, she was an astronomer at some point in time, but then ended up doing something else. Um, she is a super busy DC lady. Uh, she uh, ends up going to a Christmas carnival after she goes home and she gets on a carousel Three, and she goes back in two, time. One, and oh, crap. done. <laughs> fantastic and you i got, got through the first, the first like <laughs> third of the movie hey there was a lot to unpack here so there was, there was i don't know if i'm gonna do much better i'm just being honest and i'm i'm a little nervous this always stresses me out i have sweaty palms <laughs> okay <laughs> <And> i'm ready <laughs> jen ready yes here we go i'm ready three two one go Okay, so we have this deputy director of a science place, and she wants to be an astronomer, and she regrets that five years ago she took on this job as a deputy director because she works too hard. So she goes back home to her winter festival, and she gets on this creepy merry-go-round and goes back to five years from now to try to become an astronomer, but then she ends up falling in love and not saving her teacher's life who had like an undiagnosed heart condition, and then she t- she becomes the deputy Three, director anyway, two, one, <laughs> and she goes back to the future. Done. Okay, that was way, way better than I did. You actually got through the movie. <laughs> hey, it's, I went second. I'm just saying. I have an advantage. I'm fair advantage. I'm going second next time. Fair, fair. Um, okay, so brief overview of the movie. We talk a lot about this genre being like the most predictable genre. So Vicky and I like to, at the five-minute mark, make a prediction of what this movie is going to be about. Um this one was hard. This one was probably really hard. I didn't read the description. Um, so I had no clue. I have thoughts about the description, by the way. I know you do. And I didn't actually read it. So I'll be curious to hear your thoughts. Um, but I wrote, so for at the five minute marker, I wrote no clue. Maybe she falls and hits her head or something. And, or the stars allow her to see what her life would be like if she were still an astronomer. And then I said, maybe there's like parallel worlds and then they converge on Christmas. Um, and then I also wrote, maybe her name is Christmas and she has a double orgasm. Who knows? Because Christmas comes twice, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's spectacular. Uh, all right. Yeah, so that was my five minute guess. All right, so my five-minute pause, which, again, it was really hard. You didn't get a lot in five minutes of this movie. So I got uh, Cheryl goes to her small-town home for Christmas uh, from her high-powered job in D.C. Uh, Will she meet a single dad looking at a comet in the park and renew her love of science? (laughs) And she gives up her big job to go back to being a scientist and stays in a small town with single dad. 
Also, there's definitely some tension with her sister. And that's yes. that's it. I thought that that's what was going to happen. Um, spoiler alert, both Jen and I were wrong. We were wrong. You, Jen, I mean, got a little, kind of you got a little, a little closer. Um, yeah. I had no idea. It was hard. I'm curious, Vicky, what was the description of the movie? Um, or like, can you kind of summarize? Because I know you had some issues with it. Well, so I have realized that a lot of times the description of these movies are completely wrong. So if you're, you know, watching on your cable channel or whatever, and you hit the info button and you read the description, this one says most of the movie is correct, but it says that she is a top newscaster who gets transported back in time. What? So I was really confused when I started watching the movie and she was not a newscaster at all. Um, so I mean, the whole premise of the movie was that she was this like scientist that was yes. the entire thing. But the description literally said a top newscaster who gets transported back in time, which I didn't read before the five minute thing. Uh, I read it after that. And I so I would have been even more confused. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But well, I think it's time. I think it's maybe time to dig into the movie. Yeah, let's dig in. I mean, we're going to just kind of go chronologically because there was a lot of stuff. This was like jam-packed with content. <laughs> There's a lot of content. A lot. A lot of content. Um, I first have to say I was shocked that um, Tamara, who is uh, Cheryl in this movie, was an astronomer. It's a very interesting choice. Um, I mean, I was proud that the Hallmark Channel gave her like a pretty legit job, not event planner. I agree. I totally agree. I guess my thing was that like how much research did they do about astronomy? Because she was basically like in the first, this was before the five minute marker was like, I discovered a comet and I didn't get credit for it. And now somebody else is like discovered this comet and I knew it was real. And like, is that just like what astronomers do? I don't know. I'm asking, like, do they just discover comets and like, I mean, they, you know, make millions. I don't, I don't think they make millions aside from maybe Neil deGrasse Tyson, but, um, I, I, you know, they study the cosmos, so they could, they could discover a comet. I think, I think it was like she had theorized that there was a comet. I think they said behind Pluto or something like that. Yes, and that was this exactly. other, this other, let's see, I paid attention. This other group of scientists like discovered it before she did and proved her theory, which was a theory that she had. So, I mean, that legitimately happens in science that other people could also have the yeah, same theory. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just comets, but, you know, they study the cosmos. Um, not to jump in, yes, but. No, please do. The other thing about science that I would add to that is if she researched that in grad school and then other scientists use that data for their discovery, her research would be credited if it was like an at all legitimate scientific Legit. endeavor, because <laughs> right. that's just how science works. Like it, sure. she would have led to that discovery. So it's not just like, oh, damn, some people found my comet. I'm screwed. My life is over. That was like exactly. It was just very like, and she saw it in the newspaper. It was like, oh, somebody else found my comet. I should have become an astronomer. Wah, wah, wah. Like, so, it yeah, was- it's like 
It's like from the time she ended grad school, she didn't think about it until she saw that newspaper article. It's like she wasn't like, oh, yeah, there's I think it was in Norway. Yeah. There's like some people yeah. in Norway doing my project. Oh, that's so cool. Or I'm going to like, maybe you know them or email them, call you them. Would, you would think that. So she is the, the deputy director of the Federal Science Association. That was the sciencey place that she works at. Um, not a real place. Spoiler. Oh, um, did you look it up? No, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a real place. Trust me. Um, okay. <laughs> there, there's no... No, I, don't, I don't think there's a federal science association. But Space Force. As the head of the federal or the deputy director of the Federal Science Association in Washington, D.C., you would think that she would know that these things are happening and not yeah. of, oh, look, I just read it in the newspaper. Yeah, she'd be a little bit more like in touch with She'd have, have her finger on the pulse of science. So she like is all stressed out and is ready to go home for Christmas. And she takes um, the bus so she can she work. She takes the bus so she can, yeah, she work can on the more. bus. And like what I always find irritating because this is so unrealistic and it's in every single Hallmark movie is the use of Christmas in their language where she'll be like, I'm only a Santa and a one person a year and a Scrooge to 99 other people. And she's like referring to um, like turning down grants, grant applications. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you, nobody talks You mean like you don't, that. you don't use Christmas language at the appropriate time of the year in all of everything that you say? I'm going to start doing it in December at work. Just, I'm going to start yeah. using Christmas language. If, if you could, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. Thanks. I will. Um, so, so she goes home and meets up with her younger sister. Yes. Who she's sadly not played by Tia. Extremely critical of. She's like, so she's critical like, of her sister. Her sister wants to open up a restaurant and she's like, that's a fucking pipe dream, but I want to be an astronomer. It's like, bitch, yeah. your sister what? is doing like great work and you want to be a fucking astronomer discovering comets that you just, you know forgot about five years ago i know just like <laughs> let let your sister she's an adult if she wants to open a restaurant let her open a restaurant don't try to get her to not open a restaurant yeah and this is like exactly. a huge the a huge thing that goes on through the entire movie it like wasn't even just that she discouraged her it was like discouraging plus she was like well remember you already failed because she had already started a restaurant, but her new or like or some sort of it was like a snack shack. I don't know what it was. It was something she had already done. Doesn't even matter. It's her second attempt at this. And she's just like, oh, yeah, you're starting that. Well, you know, the last one failed. So whatever. And it's like, like her dude, sister, it's like, your sister. Yeah. Be like support, her. support your and sister. A little the sister bit more. already like bought the building or whatever and like had a truck and stuff she so had like, a she had a car she had a logo she yeah. had everything i mean like, if too she, late. she's like uh this is opening in two weeks this it's is happening. happening don't be no stopping the train has left the station we're going um, so so then so, so they go and they go home they go home and we meet the parents we meet the parents and they're, they're then fine. they have a nice they have a nice solid um they always do this in Hallmark movies that where they look at photos and it's like the perfect backdrop for like exposition explaining their whole history. Yep. You know how like people normally talk when they're like, oh, so-and-so beat you in the science bed when you were in high school and you were oh. so sad. 
You yeah, guys it was, are always it so was competitive. So sad that this person beat you in the science fair. And now let's um, talk about the Christmas tree. Oh, and this is your teacher that you miss so much that you love. Your, your teacher, Miss Nelson, who died suddenly of a heart condition that no one knew about that we will get to later on. Yes. Also, and then she immediately goes into like, oh, and I missed my last chance to talk to her. Yes. Last Christmas or five Christmases five ago. Five years Christmases ago. ago. Yeah. When Dr. Philip also... Yeah, she likes Dr. Philip also showed up at that the winter festival. So they go to the winter festival and I wrote I want to go to a winter festival. Just like Thank I want to go to a winter festival. Sounds ball. like fun. I want to go to I know. Let's make a winter festival when it's safe again. Okay, I'm on it. Let's do it. We'll okay, find some some land. I'll book some bands. We'll do it. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. We got it. Um so so they go to the winter, go to this festival. winter festival. She runs into the new mayor. Right. Who was her high school crush five years ago. Yeah. When has done him. literally nothing in her life in five years. She just, it was like, she had a date five years ago. She uh, saw Miss Nelson five years hard, ago. Vicky. And then the next five years, it's just like, nothing really happened. She was working too hard reading all those grant applications. Know, she couldn't so have life. Yeah, so she like runs into the mayor. She runs into George Campbell, who is like her, oh, her rival, nemesis. the high school rival, yeah. her nemesis. She's such a bitch to him. She was so she, like, nice to him. She, she's so mean. She's so. And he mean is sister. actually like super nice and super cute. And he's like all kind, totally. although I don't know why he's wearing a Letterman's jacket because he's was like, a what forty years little, old. Like a little I don't. weird that he's still wearing his Letterman's jacket, but it's a small town. Maybe also it is a that? junior high Letterman's jacket. Wait, it was a junior high It says junior high. I specifically wrote it in my notes. I was like, what teacher is going to wear a letterman's jacket from the school (laughs) he teaches at? And also, like, if it's his, what junior high? You don't get letters in junior high? I did not get letters in junior high. Maybe there were letters to get, and I didn't get them. I don't know. What did you guys letter in? What did you guys letter in in high school? Uh, I was a wrestling manager for the varsity team. No. I was, Dude, and I had got, yeah, uh, yeah. So I kept I score. This. Yeah, I was a wrestling manager for the varsity team, and uh, so I got a letter from that. That is that's so amazing. awesome. That is like that's, so cool. That's way cooler than I was president of speech and debate and marching band. So you know, no big deal. <laughs> nice. I what got, about you, Jesse? I, I got like all the letters. There was like multiple. There was, an, there was an academic one because I had good grades. I got an academic one too. Yeah, I but then like too. the main one was mostly from band stuff. And I feel like there was also like the extracurricular one, but just because I was in so much other band junk, like pep band and whatever else, I just kind of got all of them. So I don't know. Yeah, it was just, just band. I'm a band nerd. Anyway, I just had to know, but George Campbell wearing his junior high Letterman's jacket and Cheryl's total bitch to him, like she is to everybody else. She was really, she's just very angsty. Like maybe it is because she's working too hard. I mean, I get a little bitchy when I'm working too hard, but she was just very, very angsty and bitchy and obviously needed to do over. So anyway, so they're at this. talking about, yeah, going back in time because she's a sad woman. Yeah. So they're at this Christmas carnival. 
she wanders around. Her sister has to like randomly leave to go caroling. I don't know why she didn't invite Cheryl yeah. with her. I, I don't know. Tish. Tish is the sister. So Tish goes caroling. Tish. Doesn't invite. Is it Tish? Maybe it's Trish. Trish. Doesn't invite Cheryl with her. Sure. And Cheryl's like, okay. So she just goes wandering around the carnival, uh, wanders down like a back alley at the carnival or something into like a dark yeah. area where there's a lone it's like carousel. around or a carousel? What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've always called them a carousel. carousel. I always call merry-go-rounds. Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. I thought I always thought merry-go-rounds were those things um, on the playground. You know the ones that you used to spin yourself on, and then get mm-hmm. fall like basically fall off. <laughs> They're totally not well, safe, but all awesome. Google Google indicates there's no difference between those two things. Thank you, Google. Sorry, my phone Maybe got a, a little thing, like like uh, pop and soda or something. Maybe, but yes. She finds this creepy merry-go-round slash carousel. And gets on it. And it barely spins. Like, it, and it makes it maybe... A yeah, it starts spinning, around. like, super slow. Like, I like I would have appreciated that there was some sort of weird magic thing that happened. Like, yeah. some lights, some super fast spinning or something. Not just the very, very slow merry-go-round carousel thing that then stops and she gets off yes so it's like okay this weird thing but then you find out quickly that she went back in time five years she she realizes it well she doesn't seem to get it through her thick ass i you know what i do appreciate that she is insanely confused about it because let's admit it time travel would be kind of confused and she's a little confused and she's like no 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 this isn't possible. No. No. But then she I, sees her dead teacher. I feel like that's it. Once you see somebody who died, <laughs> but she doesn't seem to get over it. Like, she doesn't get it through her head. Well, I mean, it is time travel. Like, if you went back in time, we'd be like, oh, cool. I went back five years. Okay, that's totally normal. I've I mean, watched enough of these movies that I would understand. <laughs> I would know what's happening to me. Okay, here's here's where I really appreciate George, though. She, like, passes out or whatever. He takes her to the med tent at the carnival. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, and she's like, and she's like, George, I've gone back in time. And he's like, starts laughing and thinks she's completely batshit crazy, which, admittedly, if you tell someone, hey, guess what? I'm five years back in time. I feel like I'd start laughing and think that they were batshit crazy. But I would like get them committed. I feel like, yeah, totally. or I would talk to them more. Like he kind of just laughs and doesn't ask her questions. And when she goes back in time, this is where so many issues for me start. Can I just say, where is her like guardian? I feel like in all of these movies, when they go back in time, there's somebody like some omnipresent figure, or some all-knowing person that's like. You have to learn three lessons. She doesn't yeah, have like, anybody guy. Where, where is her George Carlin? Yes. Bill and Ted. Why don't I understand? Is it like, is this supposed to be George Campbell? <laughs> is it supposed to be Miss Nelson, the teacher? I, I don't think she that. like 
yeah, she doesn't really have it. Like, there's no, there's no explanation. There's no like some, yeah, you're right. Like that omnipresent something being that person that's like, you're going back in time five years and you get to write your wrongs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I also it's just, just wrote, you got on a carousel. She's a nerd. Also, She's if we nerd. can go back to the med tent for a second, did either of you notice like how dialed that cot was? Like, okay, I can believe like, you know, you have a winter festival and you have a medical tent. That seems like a legal necessity. But like the cot had like um, it was like a normal cot, which is what you would have at most. There was like a mattress with a fitted sheet and a top sheet and a blanket and a pillow. Like when it zooms after she passes out, the next thing is like she's like cozy up like they like put her in this cot. And like tucked her in. Christmas theme. Just like all of everybody has Christmas fucking comforters. And there was a Christmas cot in that tent. Exactly. Hey man, it it is the Christmas carnival. I mean, it's true. But I mean, if I passed out, I just want to hang out in there. Give me a hot cocoa. Um, I got tucked to a med tent at a triathlon once. And it was um, a beach chair basically. <laughs> so this med tent at a carnival is way better than the med tent I got taken to Christmas at an carnival. Olympic distance triathlon. Just Christmas saying. Carnival. Now you know where to get taken to a med tent. Yeah. I just, I just really appreciate that everybody thinks she's crazy and they don't just accept like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. You're back in time. Okay. But she, like, doesn't really tell everybody stuff. And then she, like, so she goes and she talks to her teacher, Miss Nelson. And she, Miss Nelson says, nothing makes time, I think it's just Miss Nelson. Somebody says, nothing makes time go faster than Christmas. Yes. I couldn't get beyond that. I feel like time goes slower than Christmas. Is, is that a profound statement or... <laughs> Or not. <laughs> Tell me. I think I think time goes slower at Christmas. I think it, it just slows down. You don't know what... Like that week between Christmas and New Year's where you have no idea what day it is, what year it's it is. It's 2020, right? It is pretty much 2020, yeah. I don't know what day it is ever. It is Sunday, right? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was a very, a very weird... Um, statement and i don't remember who said it okay so so she's she's gone back in time med tent she does all that stuff and miss nelson thinks she's crazy george thinks she's crazy so obviously the next step is for miss nelson to have her teach science club with george also the science club is continuing while school is out over winter yes i wrote Who the hell goes to science club over winter break? I wrote what school continues school clubs at during the holidays. I wrote the exact same thing. Why is she teaching right now? She's like on break from her stressful job. Although she went back in time, but I guess she was like a student at that time. I don't even know. Why the hell is she She teaching? She was getting, so that was, she was completing her degree or whatever in the five years ago. From MIT. She had just completed her master's is what George said. Like, cause he was like. Congratulations on finishing your master's. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question. So she's like all stressed out because she doesn't want to 
go back to the future in her current job. So she keeps talking about how she doesn't want to meet up with the doctor, which we'll get to later. But like, did she do anything profound to get her master's? She just sounds like an idiot. That's all I'm saying. We'll get to it later on when she talks to the doctor. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm jumping ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yes. That's okay. So I want to know why George Campbell um, teaches Science Club using Christmas terms. Well, I mean, don't you when you have Science Club over the holidays? I, I feel like that's what you that's what you do. It's again, it's using the Christmas language during the Christmas time. That is what you do at a, a public school. Being. Just seems questionable. I have <laughs> issues with it. It is it is five years in the past. It's true. It was things were different then. This time. Things, things were, were different, different then. And just why does she teach? with him at no point does she say she wants to be a teacher no so she's i'm really confused why is she teaching what's going on they hated and each also other. how horrible is she at teaching Terrible. it was yeah. the, the worst first thing, thing is rough. ever yeah. not she's awful i'm not gonna say teaching is easy my husband's a teacher former teacher jesse you teach it is not an easy thing i totally get that but dumb things down. Don't talk to people that aren't going to MIT about things yeah, that so nobody stupid. knows what they're talking about. She's just talking about Christmas lights. It's like, I don't give a shit. Just plug it in, bitch. That's what I would have said if I were in that class. Because I'd also just be pissed I was in science club over winter break. Like, what the hell? These poor kids. Um, it seemed like they so wanted she, to like, yeah, they're all they're all nerds. Just like I Cheryl. did think, I did think that she was goaded into it a little bit because like Miss Nelson and her visiting, and then it's like, oh, George is down teaching. Let's go see him. And you could tell she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then they go in there, but as soon as you know, George is like, you know, they're like, oh, don't let us interrupt, don't let us interrupt. And then they like stand there for two seconds, and George says one more thing, and she's like. Yeah, right. On Mars, if you had a snowball fight, it wouldn't be water. It would be like dry ice. Ouch. But then George is like, okay, bitch. Well, why don't you come up and teach the class something? And then that's when he, like, she just tanks because she's like never talked to anybody in her life. Yeah. She Apparently doesn't not. She's like never interacted at all. <laughs> I kind of thought, you know, both of you have expressed like um, that she was like constantly mean. And I mean, I can see that, but I did feel like George was kind of consistently antagonistic. Yes, I yeah. agree. They no, both. Were I totally agree. There was okay, 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 okay. So they much were like mean to each sarcasm other. going like their entire conversations were like sarcasm, and not like the oh, isn't it and cute? You're kind thing. of like yeah. playful sarcasm. It was like kind of mean. They were kind of mean yeah, to each like other. Just like digs. I was yeah, like, like pretty I kept writing like, how old are these people? Because like maybe you behave that way in junior high or something, but you're well. Like, it's like they never got school for past junior high with each other or high school yeah. or wherever it was. Dumb. So she gets like redo all this shit, and one of those things is that she goes on her date with the mayor from like that. Oh, you know, Terrence. His name is Terrence. I wrote, says, oh my God, Terrence is so boring. 
He's so boring. So also, boring. wait, I wrote Waste of a Good Chin. Did she say that about somebody? She about did. Terrence. She after the day. about Terrence. Okay. That's what I thought. And I was like, huh, I've never heard of somebody talking about that. And also, did Terrence have a good chin? I don't think so. I'm going through IMDb right now so. to find that actor because that was such a weird comment. Such there a were a lot comment. of really weird comments in this movie. It was around this point or like after the um, date because she's like going back and trying to like fix things, you know, like, cause I guess the date originally had like all these like mishaps and stuff that I was like, why is she not telling Miss Nelson that she has a fucking heart condition? Oh my God. Why did she not tell her like ever? So here's the thing. Ever. Part of the theory is go- of going back in time. Jesse, correct can't me if I'm wrong here things. is you can't change things. That said, she is trying to change so much about so much. her past that you may as well change this one thing. Hey, Miss Nelson, go get an EKG or something. Go get your heart heart looked at, you know, get an MRI or whatever it is and see if there's anything going on. Just trust me on this one. But because like, she's like literally wasting her time trying to get her sister not to open a goddamn restaurant. And then she doesn't tell Miss Nelson to go to the doctor. Right. Which is like the whole, which is for me, a really huge, plot hole again with going back in time is that there's no there is no omnipresent being that is like don't change anything when you you go back in time yes Yes. you can change this one thing but you can't change anything else because we know that then you will create a paradox right and we know that like back to the future like you know like you think about these things like but but yeah that wasn't addressed so in this it wasn't addressed at all and you would think and you would think that she would have at least seen Back to the Future. Right. And known. We all know that if you go back in time, you cannot change the past. But she didn't reference it. And so my thought is if she didn't reference it and she's trying to change all this other shit, she should at least save Miss Nelson's life. If Miss Nelson meant so much to her, she should save her life. I also like that everything she tries to change, she completely fails. Like when yeah, she when idiot. she meets Doctor Doctor Phillips Phil. and has has Dr. the interview Doctor Phil and she has the interview that she tries to completely bomb and he's like uh no no I still want to hire you and she's like no you don't want to hire me and he's like yes actually I do and she tries so hard to bomb it but it's like she can't she can't anything. Her bombing was like, well, what if I want to take a nap at work? <laughs> He's like, okay, like get your shit done. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I also kind of like the whole time she was like bombing and like avoiding him because like she was going to get this job is it's like there was never a point where she was just like, no, I don't want the job. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Or like, I'm not going to meet you again. Screw off, yeah. buddy. Okay, like, so dude, just is, say you don't want the job and say, don't meet with him. What the hell, dude? Problem solved. And okay, this is going off of my question is like, why does Dr. Philip want her so bad? Like, what did she do? I know they she never didn't discover this comment because they she never like, say never that. Followed through on it. She was apparently like, spectacular, but they never really say like what it was that she did. He kind of does indicate, I think, in one of the last interviews, because her breadth of experience, because and she even alludes to this at other times in the movies, like 
she's just interested in everything. Like she's into like just knowledge about everything. And so he kind of alludes to that. He says, you know, I feel like if I had someone who is a specialist, they would end up missing a lot of him because she's a grant writer or a grant, you know, she gives the go ahead for grants. And so if there was someone who was like a one stream specialist in that job, they probably wouldn't have the depth of experience to like, they would probably miss good companies to give grants to, but he was totally sold on the fact that her breadth of experience would be perfect for this job. He does also say, which I would appreciate if more people in DC said this, that he wanted someone like her who is fresh to like the DC scene and won't just give grants to people because of money and things like that. Would that be nice? It would be nice. It would be. Of course, this isn't a Hallmark amazing. movie. No, it is not. Ugh, it's so stupid. Yeah. Well, so yeah, she. It could have all been solved if she was like, no, oh. I don't want this. Oh yes. And let's talk about how for like three days, I guess, like for a few days, because she's back five years in the in the past for a few days. She's talking about the crazy snowstorm that's going to happen. Yes. To prove, she's like, this is the only way I can prove is there's going to be a snowstorm. It's going to close down the roads. And then there's like a light flurry. And George Campbell believes her at that point. Well, I think think that there ends up being like a crazy snowstorm. I think we just never see it. That has to be it because I asked the same thing. I was like, what the hell? Wasn't there a crazy snowstorm yesterday? And the snow looks exactly the same like for the rest of the movie. There's never like, wow, we're really snowed in. Yeah, I, it would have been so much better if they were actually like trapped, and then maybe somebody came down and like guided her through her. Journey. It was really, it was really missing. I, it was really. I missing did write if George Campbell, George. I I wrote down if George Campbell and Cheryl fall in love, will that heal Miss Nelson's heart? Oh, that would have been nice, but it doesn't. Yeah. Missed opportunity, just saying. Um, also, I hate when people are about to kiss, like George and her were about to kiss at some point, and then, and then the phone rings and she and, answers it, and it's just don't kiss. It's like if you were truly going to make out, you wouldn't just be like, "I'll see you another day." Yeah, like That's not you're, real. That's you're about to kiss, weird. and the phone rings and you answer it. Sorry, no, I don't. Dumb, That's dumb. not you. Don't you don't answer. It the also phone. wasn't even a ring. It was just like, boom. Like if you go back and watch it, it was like just like yeah. a really weird like like gong message sound. Maybe it was a text. And then it's a weird text sound. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't seem like she. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she really wanted to be with can, him. Can we for one her. brief moment talk about how they get the Christmas tree for Miss Nelson, and they're decorating her Christmas tree, and George puts the ornaments on. Prior to putting the lights on. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I didn't notice that. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> I didn't notice it is, that. It is literally a comment that she makes in the movie about George. Wait, does she say it? She does. Not oh, the what in I the actual fuck part. This. Yeah. It's literally a comment that she makes. Any swear words in, in the movie about George putting the ornaments on before 
the lights. Also, she she says that comment like 30 seconds before she's done. They're done with the tree. Yeah. It's not just like 30 seconds into the process saying like, hey, man, <laughs> let's put the lights on. And then he'd be like, oh, good point. That would be a lot easier. It's like wait until 30 seconds before the entire thing is done and then like bust his chops about it. Yeah. Again, like how old are these people? Like have they not ever done Christmas on their own Like as adults? Like I don't understand how old are they? I have no How idea. are they supposed to be? Like, if she I, went straight to grad school after undergrad, then, like, and then she was working for five years? I think I was, like, 25 when I finished grad school. So she'd be, okay. like, 30 years old. 30? Or like, 29, maybe 28 if she yeah, was, like, like 30, that smart. 31, something like that. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like you have a little bit more organization in terms of holiday preparation. Agreed. A 30-year-old knows how to put a light on a Christmas tree, just saying. Um, I just kept writing, why aren't you saving Mrs. Nelson's life? I was was really bummed because Mrs. Nelson was actually kind of awesome, and she seemed like she'd probably be a really cool teacher and kind of fun to hang out with. She was always like, hey, you want some wine? Love her. Let's hang out. Let's talk science. And so, like, okay, so basically, her and George Campbell like fall in love, blah blah blah. Wow, we all knew that was gonna happen, and then she right. gets back on that fucking marriage around. Okay, wait, wait, nope, wait, wait. So she goes to the Christmas carnival to find George. George is ordering ice cream him. in the middle of <laughs> oh, the winter. Yeah. Yes. What is that about? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. He's like, hang on, I'm ordering ice cream. She's like, I gotta talk to you about something. He's like, make that too. Orders an ice yes. cream for her, which honestly, as a person, I would totally be down with someone just being like, I'm just going to get you an ice cream. But didn't ask her what oh, flavor she wanted. Totally. And then I mean, she sees the carousel, merry-go-round, whatever we want to call it, goes running to it. Screaming drops, after George. <laughs> drops her scarf, jumps on the carousel, not thinking it's going to start moving, even though that's what it did the last She's time. an idiot. She's an idiot. And she's now moved back or forward in time five years. Well, but but George Campbell sees this happen and he like yeah. drops his ice cream cones. I know he totally dropped both. Of and then he catches the scarf, but he sees her. Okay, so she goes back to the present, which yes. is five years in the future. Yes. But George saw this happen. How did he not go insane? This is what I want to know. Like, why is he not in a mental institution after seeing someone disappear on a merry-go-round? I have Okay, no here's the problem. So, exactly. George sees her disappear. But then... Okay, the way time works is it's linear. George sees her disappear in... What would it be? 19... No, uh, 2015. In 2015. <laughs> he still lives every day of his life Knowing. Until he shows, yeah. she shows back up in 2020 in the same yeah. spot when he's like, "Okay, cool, everything's fine now." Yeah, so he then, still lives every day of her his life, but she does too. She doesn't disappear until she comes back at the moment yeah. of 2020. Right? She still has to exist in the world right. for five years. Not, so what? Yeah, she's just like timeline. she's like George. I love you. I love you. And then. Like what? She's like, okay, I'm going to go to DC. Like, fuck off for like five years. And then it's all cool. Five years later, he's like, I knew you'd show up now. 
So it's like she basically did her exact same life and was a total bitch. She, yeah. And then she like never he showed back up five years later and was like, it's cool. I knew okay, it would be and fine. did she never, never visit her home in that five years? Like between 2015 and 2020? They didn't run into each other? Exactly. They didn't run into each other at all. They didn't see each other. Or did he run into other, basically other her that didn't right. know that she went back in time? Like past exactly. her, not future her. They reference like her being back for Thanksgiving. So like she'd been back multiple times. And my question is like, so in the beginning, when they, she like ran into George with like the Letterman's jacket, if he had known, like, did he know at that point? What timeline was he on? No, he wouldn't have known at that point because she was there for. Um, that timeline the, had, didn't exist yet. That that was still the other happening. Timeline. Yeah, and so maybe your point is even more valid because I can see how like okay, if there is a magical element. If we take away like the whole like the Star Trek realities, if she she goes on the carousel and like she's a George, I love you. And then she disappears. And then like whatever version of her in that timeline just keeps going until that moment in 2020 when she shows back up. And George is the only person that knows, which is a really great question you asked, Jen. Like, why does he not like, dude, this bitch like disappeared? Yeah. In front yeah, of me, and then she totally. showed up like at some other part of town, and knew didn't know what I was talking about when I was like went right. to like exactly. be like, hey, he we're would, in love now. He would go to like a mental institute. He would be he would be insane. He would go insane. I I feel like I feel like he'd be insane. And also, if it was a magical element and it wasn't like super scientific, but they're saying it's scientific because she's a scientist. But if it was magical, then she could change things like telling Miss Nelson that her fucking heart is broken. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> I thought one of the there's obviously insane gaps in all of this in the craft of movie making. But first of all, there was like you said, there's no literal moment when she's like, hey, Miss Nelson, you know, have you got that health checkup that I know you always get this time of year? I mean, it's like Marty gave Doc a note. Exactly. But also like just the lack of craftsmanship of film is like there's not even a moment at the end of the movie where like there's some carolers in the distance and you can clearly see it's like Miss Nelson over there. Right. That would have been there's no to end the movie. There was no thought of like, oh, we should like tie up this major thing and actually make it even better that Miss Nelson made it. Like even after they're all but having they, dinner. they reference her dying again. At yeah, the very end. they totally reference her dying again. Oh, I missed that. So yeah. they just yeah, screw like, Miss Nelson. Nope, they yes, screwed Miss Nelson. Nelson. That's like, what the Marty the at least gave called. Doc a note. She, that's what the movie should have been called. Let's screw Miss Nelson. Screw if, Miss we're talking, Nelson. If, we're, if we're talking semi-pornographic names, <laughs> let's screw Miss Nelson would be... That would have been a good one. Twice, the subtitle, let's screw Miss Nelson. <laughs> there you go. So that's the movie. We're going to give it a rating. Of one to five gingerbread men. What do you think, Jen? Um, you know, I was torn on this one because it was so different than so many other Hallmark movies. So um, 
I feel like I'm gonna give it three gingerbread and then a fourth with two arms and no legs. So just like a kind of torso and head. Mm-hmm. So three and a half stars essentially. So I, I kind of gave it a high rating for my standards. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with two, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the head off of the third one. So two and okay. like three quarters stars, two and three quarters gingerbread men things. He like lost it. his head. Yeah, it's just Jesse, the, what do you the think? back in time oh, sorry. thing. I didn't mean, yeah. Um, is this is out of five? Um, out oh of five. man, I feel like I need to play it safe and not go too high or too low because this is just like the first episode. But I, I did see the other one that we've watched and I I would say that I like this one less than that movie. So I think I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go with two, two Two out of five gingerbread. Okay. I guess I guess I I like ranked it pretty high. Mostly because it was just so, so much more detail than a lot of Hallmark movies. There was a lot Um, of detail. There was time travel though. So maybe, maybe I don't know. It's true. I think I mean, they've done. I feel bonus. like they've done time travel better though, they in have. more in more, just in better ways and um, less paradoxically. All right. Well, so the next film that we're gonna we're gonna review, analyze, talk about is uh our next episode will be love lights hanukkah starring ben savage the amazing ben savage tune in which is i want to ride on that carousel is the title of this review (laughs) i know we can Hashtag not a porno. (laughs) Not one of Hallmark's best this year, nor one of their worst. That's what, that's the last sentence. Wait, this one's six out of ten. All it says is almost. Hashtag not a porno. (laughs) 